0: Welcome to the Something Like a Phoenix podcast. I'm Jamila Davis. And I'm Betty Nicole, where we inspire you to push past pain and pursue
1: purpose. Hey, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. We are so glad to have you guys on with us, Jamila, how are you feeling today?
0: I am doing well. We are recording in the daytime today, so I think I'm a little more upbeat. I think I like recording during the day. I think that's gonna work better for me.
1: Oh my God, you sound so good.
0: I know, I know. They're like, they're probably like, is she drunk? What's <laughs> going on? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm up. I'm up and I'm excited and I'm I want to apologize that we did not upload last week. I was heading out of the country and it, of course when you're trying to get everything situated, there's like so many different things that yeah. come at you while you're just trying to get your kids situated, you're trying to get business done and it was it was just a lot going on.
1: Yeah, it's okay. We have a we have an audience that forgives. We we've talked uh-huh. extensively enough about that, so I'm sure <laughs> <All right. laughs> they have it. But no, so this week we're gonna um just share um where we're where we kind of are and just share the importance of remaining focused and like not mm-hmm. being distracted. Yes. So, distractions. Distractions. There we are. So I am um, in the. St- I'm in. Well, almost to the end of planning my 35th birthday party, as well as um, an event called "What's Behind Your Selfie." And so, I was sharing with Jamila how it's it's almost as if the moment that I went and took my cash to put the deposit down on the venue. It was like after that, it's been one thing after the next. And one thing I've learned and that I know that most people understand is that, for one, the moment you find your purpose, the moment you discover who you are and who you are created to be, you become a threat. You become a threat. Mm-hmm. But that threat isn't all the time. You, But you're not more so... In the realm of like coming against real attacks, until you actually put one foot in front of the other and begin to walk after that purpose and walk after what you're created to do, and so as I said, you know when I went to put down the deposit, since then it's been one thing after the next, and it's like, come on now, like where? are these things coming from like why wasn't i experiencing these things before i started planning but that's not how life goes and that's not how the enemy works the enemy is always trying to keep us distracted from that goal
0: right that so you know that brings me back to when we were doing the brunch in new york yes and it was So the first brunch that we did, the Angel Mother's Brunch, when we did it in Atlanta, I feel like that's when I found my purpose. And it wasn't necessarily to say my purpose in life is to be an advocate for pregnancy and infant loss. I believe it's a part of my purpose, Mm -hmm. but it helped me to realize what I was meant to do. Like it it made me feel the, the way that I walked out of that venue that night. Like, I feel like my life was transformed Uh and, you know, I'm excited. I'm on fire. I'm like, let's do the next one. We're (laughs) going to New York City. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I was, everybody was on the high with me. So they're like, okay, let's do it. But when I tell you, as soon as I walked out of there and found my purpose, the distractions, and the curveballs and everything—they just started coming, like, mm-hmm. like full-fledged. Mm-hmm. And it—and if you're not careful, and you're not grounded spiritually, which—that's an everyday thing to keep building yourself spiritually mm-hmm. um, and being connected with God. If you are not careful, you will misinterpret those distractions and those curveballs as like. Oh maybe this is not what I meant to do,
1: exactly. Maybe I'm out of God's will,
0: right like this is this must not be for me because it's not working out.
1: Mhm-, and that good. is the
0: furthest thing from the truth, and a lot of us fall victim to you know those self limiting beliefs, and we fall victim to doubt because it's not what we envisioned it to be, right and um on the podcast that I love to listen to, Patrice Washington, she always says I'm committed to the goal but not how I get there. Wow. Because and I and I I repeat that in my head weekly if not daily. Because we have it in our mind like we our mind is so powerful. It just comes up with all of these fantasies about what we think life is supposed to be based off of what we see other people doing and what we perceive them to be doing and what we perceive their journey to be not understanding that we don't have the slightest clue about what it took for them to get to that point. And we compare their highlight reel to our behind the scenes. Yep. And so you're thinking because your process is not, aligning with what someone else did who you may just look up to there's nothing wrong with looking up to people nothing wrong with that at all but when you compare your journey to someone else's and it's not matching up you're like okay well maybe I just shouldn't be doing this then because they they had a they sold out in 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 two weeks exactly and I only have three people registered yep maybe I just need to shut it down Mm hmm And you just, you can't allow things like that to stop you in your tracks because if you notice and you look back every time you want to do something great, something happens. Yep. And that's why I used to think it was pessimistic to think that way, but it's really not. Uh It's about being prepared because when you told me and you were expressing some of your, you know, frustrations, um, earlier today and i'm like well you know how this goes yep (laughs) every time we want to do something good or every time we're walking in god's purpose the distractions just come out the woodwork yep and And you have to be aware
1: that's so true and i think that that's why the lord will give us the dream like he will he will put that dream and that desire in our heart to accomplish that goal or to to sought to seek after our purpose but he will he never shows us the journey because see if we knew what we would have to walk through in order to get where it is that we are trying that we are uh, destined to get to then some people will say it's not worth it and if it i look back and i'm like okay prior to um prior to ever seeing a stage ever seeing a platform like i would just you know i would be talking to folks on the phone encouraging them and like doing all this stuff so i was already in that place to do those things but if you would have told me that in the process to to get to a larger platform to get to other places of um, that if, that I would have had to walk through first, losing my daughter, then losing my marriage. All of these different things that has been on the journey that to me had has looked like terrible curveballs, but has ultimately been God divinely redirecting me and like divinely like allowing me to fall down so that he can pick me up and allowing life to knock me down so that he can stitch me back together, allowing people to hurt me so that he can mend my brokenness. And in all of these things, while on this journey, he knows that that I'm on this road that is leading to where he is taking me. And I don't know if I would have fully been down. You know, we pray, Lord, your will be done. And Lord, I want to do what you want me to do. And I want to be where you want me to be. And if you tell me to move, you know, I want to be there. We say these things and we mean it in the moment. But we never know what it's going to take for us to get to that place. And that's why people who are in in prominent places, a lot of them have had trying childhoods. They have been... Mm -hmm. you know in the gutter they have been in really low places and it, it took for them to be there so that god could work things in them and work uh perseverance and work hope and work hope is so powerful right you know and and just looking at all these things that has been coming my way you know i was telling you just on the importance of how we must guard our heart and like Mm-hmm. that that's just where i've been this week like i've been like i'm guarding my heart because one thing i know is that I'm not promised a life of ease, comfort, and pleasure. I never was promised that. I know folks say, well, God wants you to be happy. All that that's ne- that's no now there's different places in scripture where, you know, but he never promised a full life of ease, comfort, and pleasure. On the contrary, he said man born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. So one thing I do know is that I'm going to have trouble in this life. But what I what I know is that I don't have to let that get in my heart. Right. Because when we allow stuff to get in our heart, it gets in our mind. And once it's in our mind, it completely distracts us.
0: Right. I love what you said when you first started. You said, like, basically, if we knew in advance what it would take to, mm-hmm. get, to, that, to get to that point, we would be like, it's not worth it. Yep. So when we say that we want to have like a happy life, Or, you know, what I, what I say is that, you know, I deserve to be happy and I know that God wants me to be happy, but I just, there's so much that goes into getting to that place because you can be happy, but you, there's a lot of things that you have to go through in order to have peace because there's going to, the world is going to keep turning and there's always going to be so many different things to throw you off. Like you said, allowing things to get into your heart. Yep. You you have to you have to toughen, I guess, yourself and train yourself and condition yourself to be able to take those things in stride and in turn you will be able to live a life of happiness and abundance and peace because you learn not to let your spirit rely on what's going on in the world, mm-hmm.
1: and because think, as long as
0: you're attached to the world, you're never gonna have peace.
1: Yep, and and the thing is, is that why I typically don't um, use the term happy all the time, because mm-hmm. for me, happiness is contingent on things like people right. get things, or people marry, or people attain things and it makes them happy but what god has promised us is joy and what joy is that is saying that i may not have attained or my circumstances may be terrible right now but there is this joy that's on the inside of me that still allows me to find happiness even in the worst situations so yeah I agree like yes God wants those things so I I agree with you but for me like I search for I search for joy like I because I know that keeps me in a place of not looking at what's happening around me but knowing that I am going to be taken care of you know
0: right so yeah yeah. my my therapist defined uh, happiness as Joy and gratitude. Wow. So it's funny that you say joy. Yes. So my definition of happy, happy being happy, that's a feeling. Uh-huh. Because you're gonna be happy, you're gonna be mad, you're gonna be sad, all of those different things. Those are feelings and they pass uh-huh. and they come and they go and they come and they go. But I I am committed to living a life of gratitude. Yes. And in turn, gratitude is what is going to bring you joy in the worst of situations because Mm -hmm. you you have a better and clearer view and you're able to put things into perspective to where you can understand that this is not the end exactly and that you know joy will come in the morning Mm -hmm. and so no I really like that it's it's more I think I need to change my terminology a no it's bit. good no
1: it's okay it's
0: okay no, I, but, no it it's good but joy and gratitude which is in turn the definition that I've adopted from my therapist but mm-hmm. living a life of joy and gratitude yes is the goal.
1: and that keeps you from being distracted because you know what all the time when you are doing things in life, you don't necessarily have to be planning an event or working on something. It can be something as small as you you saying, you know, this year I'm going to eat healthier. Or this mm-hmm. year I'm going to be sure to be more intentional about praying and seeking God before making a big decision. This right. year I'm going to be, you know, it can be something as small as those things just a simple decision and it's almost as if the moment you make your mind up to do something then that's when the distractions come like i can tell you on even on another level of me just thinking like okay this time like it's just it i don't even want to get off track but it's you you just have to make sure that you are not be allowing the enemy and his darts and the thing that he's going to throw your way right. the moment you set out to make a decision to better your life that you don't allow it to distract you and get you off goal and it's like you know you say you're fasting you say or oh, or i'm staying away from this this week or whatever whatever the next thing you know folks are like hey you want to go out to eat like hey mm-hmm. you seen this on uh the website hey you should j-. you know it's like those things and it's like in the in the grand scheme of things, they seem small. But it's like if he can distract you, if you can if you can get off course off something as small as saying I'm going to diet, if you set out to do something like write a book or uh, just whatever you if you don't master it, and that goes back to what you were saying earlier, Jamila, how leaders are created, how they are built. Um, you you can kind of expound on it. I'll let you expound on it. Now come back.
0: Um. Okay, so you just gonna make me? Yeah, cause you it up. was really good. <laughs> well, I mean, we were having a discussion, um, and just the fact that before you enter leadership, you have to be able to serve. Yes. And some people are honestly better. At being servants and when you and when you use the term servant understand that that is not a bad thing at all Mm -hmm. there is something extremely noble about serving and you honestly should always have a heart of service um, just to say that but some people are better left in service than to lead and then And and there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is everyone thinks that they are supposed to be a leader. Mm -hmm. And if there, if we, I mean, there is no leader without a servant. Mm -hmm. You, you can't lead if there's no one to lead.
1: And before, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and before my, what I was getting at is before you're able to get to that point of leading you have you have to have approved that you are capable of serving and so my point is there's different levels to distractions and the things that we have to fight off that's why folks say different level different devil different level another devil bigger devil and that's so true so at in a servant role if you're not able to get the job done and get it done in the way that it needs to be done timely and all of these things without being distracted there's no way you can lead so that's right. where I was going with that is that it's just, it, we have to train for these things. We have to train and the training does not look like training at the time. But again, it always starts with a decision. And if you set your mind and your heart to do something, you have to know that you are going to encounter things that's going to try and throw you off. But you must remain focus on the task at hand. I had a young lady inbox me today. Well actually she's an older lady, but she's like, Hey, you know, I wanna come to your event and she's like, Are you going to talk about disconnection and like disconnecting from people and things because I have the hardest time with that and I already kind of figured where she was going with that. Because most times you know how it is, Jamila, when you like, uh uh, he do this again then I'm leaving his butt and mm-hmm. then he does it and then you get ready to leave and then next thing you know, he's like trying to take you to Ruth Chris and you, you he's reeled you back in, you know, and it's plate. that, there you go with the stuffed chicken. And so, <laughs> you know, I'm coming back for stuffed chicken too. I'm sorry. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get, get back. Let's
0: get
1: back. Yeah. Get back, yeah. So she, you know, and I'm like, that's the thing. That's a distraction. Like, you you may look at that like, oh my God, like, no, he's, tr- no, that's a distraction because you made your mind up on what you, what your standard and what you were willing to accept and what you were going to do if that standard and if that, that requirement wasn't met so when you made your mind up about that you are supposed to move forward with it that's not to say that things won't turn back around in the end but you have to trust your decision
0: Mhm. and you know people think that that's only the case in romantic situations but it's also with friendships. yes it is as well yes it and is business relationships and everything else like it's all Relationships and wanting to remove yourself. Mm-hmm. But you think, but a lot of times, I think as as I'm getting older, I'm learning that you have to be aware of the friendships too. Yes. Even like everyone knows, like if, you know, a guy is acting up or whatever and you want to take them back, it's a such thing as taking friends back. Yes, it is. It's a such thing as taking family members back. Yes. And you have to be. You know weary of that but i wanted to i don't know if it's like a question but i wanted to know like your thoughts on like you said it's the training Mm -hmm. and obviously the training comes from god exactly but then there's there's times where it can be a fine line and and that's where discernment comes in Mm -hmm. but there's a fine line in oh the enemy is throwing a curveball and God is trying to train me. Uh-huh. So if if you're going on a diet and someone, because with a diet, it's all emotional. It mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter what program you get on. Uh-huh. It's your diligence and your persistence and your discipline. Uh-huh. And discipline doesn't come from a food program. Can't, no one can make you stop stuffing your face. Exactly. It's a spiritual decision. To have discipline in all aspects of your life. Uh-huh. But going back, it's um it's it's not a fine line like in terms of the enemy and the devil. There is a clear line of uh-huh. distinction. Uh-huh. But in your mind as you perceive it, your mind can't really determine like is this of the enemy or is this of God? Exactly. Is this distraction that's coming. But but either way, I would say, I want to know your thoughts on it, but I I think either way, whether it's from God or whether it's from the enemy, you have to see that, you have to see it
1: through. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes Sometimes it's just from life. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think that we 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 although we know that god is sovereign and that he controls everything we're, we're, we're also living in a world that has a system that has things so sometimes everything that we encounter that's bad isn't always the enemy sometimes we put way more on the devil than we do like he's evil and right. like but sometimes folk be like you know this ain't nothing but the devil be somewhere it's
0: not that
1: right exactly So, you know, I think that sometimes those things, it's just life and it's just the lessons that we need to learn in order to... It's like an obstacle course. So I, I think I could look at it in that sense. It's like, okay, the Lord has laid out a path for us. Now, mind you, all of us isn't on the same obstacle course and all of us aren't going to take the same route. But God mm-hmm. lays out an obstacle course for us. And and on that obstacle course, we may get off track, whatever, whatever. But I'm talking about when you're truly going after what it is, you know, God created you to do. So you have to jump in and then and during this little, um, during one part part of it you're you're dodging stuff and in other parts you're kind of jumping over stuff and all of these different things but i think that life is laid out to build you up like god lays our life out to build up the gifts and to build up the talents and to build up our emotional help to to, uh, to to allow us to be broken in areas so that he can heal us because ultimately everything that we do is ultimately not only for god's glory but also for us to reach back and help someone else so I may be further alone in my obstacle course and like I said and it's not something that's tr- strategically like oh my god like this is it, it's not even just that and so if I see you coming along and you're a little you're, you're a little ways behind me and you're walking you're you're going on the course that you're on but if I've already conquered that if I've already walked through right. that then I'm able to say, uh-uh, like duck, like, uh-uh, don't try to go through it that way. Then try to jump over that. That's what life is all about. It's we, we live for God, but we also live for other people, like to help other people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. No, I get
0: that's And that, that is, I like that. Analogy of the obstacle course mm-hmm. because it's building up your endurance. It's it's building up your stamina. It's making you strong, and I guess that's what it is. It's that and that the the whole goal of it is for you to pull someone else up. Yep, and make it easier for them mm-hmm. should they want to listen. Exactly, Some people want to figure it out on their own, mm-hmm. but then there are others who would rather know the shortcuts and. You know, not go through the things that we had to go through,
1: but
0: mm-hmm. sometimes it's just not necessary. Mm-hmm. That's like what what my pastor said: everything don't have to be a testimony.
1: That's so true. That's so true. Because <laughs> like, some stuff, you
0: be thinking, no, this is just some part of my testimony. Mm-hmm. Like, no. yep. <laughs> there was a lot of different things and a a lot of different uh, messages and signs and things that came from God and those who got put in your life to help alleviate some of life's um, obstacles. Yeah. And that's why you have to be, you have to be aware yep. and you have to listen. Yep. But, it, but, but I feel like when, when you're younger, I'm telling you, and you got teenagers, but these teenagers be trying to take me out. They do. <laughs> my, I know my, my little brother is 15. My brother is 19. And a lot of people don't know that he is in prison, Mm -hmm. and he's been in and out of prison for the past three years, and that's something me and my family have been really dealing with. And I realize, like, I talk about everything else, but I don't talk about my brother. But teenagers, they just don't want to listen. You just try to tell them, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: look, it doesn't have to be this way, but they rather go figure it out on their own. And and I just, I told myself, I'm going to just get out the way.
1: Yep. You pray because for it's him?
0: obviously something that you need to learn that is really above my pay grade. So mm-hmm. I'm going to <laughs> just let you do what you need to do. Well
1: well, well What were you when you were his age? Like how how much did you listen to your mom?
0: Well, I started to listen to my mom early. Okay. Um, we did go through that moment. You know, when you're like 13, 14, and you think you're grown,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, we went through that a couple slam doors, um, situations. My mom didn't whoop me, so I didn't get the beat down, mm-hmm. and I think. But I was never that disrespectful. But by the time I had moved out when I was 18, okay, and as soon as I got out on my own for that little bit before I went to college, I just called my mom like I'm I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It wasn't hard. Like, I enjoyed my independence, but I was smart enough to know that she tried to warn me about these things before. Mm -hmm. And everything else in the past, she's been right about. So how about I cut it out and listen? Mm -hmm. And I adopted that with a lot of people. Anyone who was trying to pour into me, who I knew was good for me, I just stop and I listen Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean that the person that's trying to pour into you will always be right because they're human. They're not God, Mm -hmm. but learning to listen to others is is what I feel has gotten me to where I am, not just um, career wise, but spiritually.
1: Yeah. And I think too, if they're not 100% right, then most times they can still get you on the right track. You know, Mm -hmm. and so that's the thing, and that's why the Bible talks about, and there's in the multitude of counselors, there's wisdom, and that's why we are supposed to go to people like folks who who are um who has a little bit more wisdom in the area that you're seeking because you they have been there, they've done that, like they bought the t shirt, so Mm -hmm. they they created the t shirt, probably, but you know, so they can tell you different things and they can they can prevent you from from kind of digging yourself in a hole but one thing I have learned is that some things that we are going to go through no matter how you try and dodge it or say right. uh-uh and I ain't doing it, uh-uh like some way in some form it's gonna come back around to you and I think that um a lot of times in life I know in school like some we went been through to janky schools where they like pass you even though you didn't like pass the grade like right. they just shoot send you on but in god's economy and in the kingdom like god doesn't do that like if you if you are going through something or if you he has something before you that he wants you to conquer like that thing will keep presenting itself until until you actually conquer it and then he move you up because if god did that to us if he just said "Uh uh-uh well she She, you know, I know she wasn't like doing everything she 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 could have done, but I'm just gonna go ahead and let her know. He knows you're gonna fail. You're gonna you're you you are going to fail at some point. So he he loves us enough to say, uh uh, like look, no, like if you said you're going to do this and if you can't stick with this, I can't give you more. And that's why the scripture says, um, he that is faithful over a little. Um, you know, then he can give you much more because if you ain't faithful with the little things, you, if you can't accomplish small things, and that's not to put the weight on you, like, oh my God, I need to go back and figure out what I left behind and what, to, it, it's not about you trying to scramble either because one thing I do know is if there is something that, any test that you have not passed like it's gonna come back around you don't have to go searching for it but you know he he is faithful in that that he will allow you to stay in that place until you grasp what you need to learn in that season and then he
0: will allow you to move forward but you know what that is what um i'm gonna just say this one phrase for people who think that god is just gonna let you know just grease them through god know my heart yeah they i'm gonna go do i'm gonna go do what i want to do yeah but god's still gonna bless me because god
1: know my heart yeah he know your heart and he also he that's the thing that's the problem he know your heart He
0: knows your heart, and
1: what some of the stuff that's in your heart in your heart i'm talking about you know i'm not talking about you but i'm talking about your friend to the listeners mm-hmm. i'm just joking <laughs> but he knows that's the thing tap somebody on your row. <laughs> but uh Tell no Yeah, tell your neighbor. But yeah, he knows, and that's why that's a scary thing. It scares me when Mm -hmm. people say only God can judge me. Like only God, they say that so lightly. Like you don't understand what you're saying.
0: As a path to do what you want to do, exactly not seek what His plan and purpose is for you. And I just keep as you're talking. I keep envisioning the obstacle course. Mm-hmm. Because when you were talking about the obstacle course, I'm just just kind of envisioning myself, like running full speed, and I'm leaping, and I'm jumping, and I'm like, I'm shifting. And then there comes that moment where you're feeling yourself, and you run right into a wall. <laughs> yep, yep.
1: I, you know, I was imagining it too. And, and that's, mm-hmm. that that came from God, because I would have never thought about, you know, I don't, I, I'm, I'm unlearned. So that... I think
0: Ryan I think <laughs> losing Ryan was me running full speed into a wall mm-hmm. because it causes you to stop in your tracks
1: mm-hmm.
0: sit down and restrategize and figure it out fit what what is what is it that I'm supposed to do yep because I can't go anywhere yep. the wall I just ran into looked like the wall that Trump trying to build I yep. don't see a way around it.
1: Yep. I don't see
0: way over it, mm-hmm. you know, and so you have to sit and you have to wait and, and listen to what God is trying to tell you. He's trying to, I really feel like, I mean, she was the wake up call for me mm-hmm. and I really, after losing her, I, I'm safe to say, I don't need no more wake up calls. I don't either. <laughs> I would no. rather listen to God, trust God. The day she passed, the night she passed away, I told God, I said it out loud, God, I trust you because mm-hmm. I don't know what to do.
1: That was powerful. And I'm a
0: very resourceful person
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I always prided myself on finding a way, mm-hmm. but I had nothing. Yep. I had zilch, like zilch. I didn't know. I, I did not know what I was supposed to do with this life. Like what now? Well, how does this even work?
1: Mm-hmm. And, that... and I had
0: to tell him like I trust you and I was not a very spiritual person I had just started going to church when I got pregnant with her I mean I had gone throughout my life but I wasn't someone that was raised in church so I was trying to prepare myself because you know to be a mother
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the journey and the journals I think I went to, through like two or three journals during my pregnancy and studying the Bible and praying and all this kind of stuff just to lose her. hmm So I'm like, okay. <laughs> Obviously there's more to this than you know than what I understand.
1: I can't tell you how many times I dropped to my knees before starting Bailey's Dash and like I remember on several occasions, three to be exact, where i was i know that i was like borderline gonna lose my mind and i was like trying to think about my children's name and just trying to envision what bailey looked like before she passed, like and I couldn't and like the confusion of it all and like me trying to understand prayer because you know you you hear those scriptures like ask and you shall receive knock and the door shall be open you hear those things mm-hmm. and it's like the very thing that I prayed that day Lord when I needed you the most like I think about everything else in life that I've ever encountered and I never needed him more than I did that moment when I saw her in that crib like that mm-hmm. and it took To feel as though you've forsaken me and you had left me in that moment, that is something that I would never, ever, ever want to feel again. And though looking back, I know that he had not, he didn't, but that's what pain does. It masks, it masks everything. And all you see and all you feel is the emotion and the pain of what you're walking through. And I I can tell you, like, I fell several times, and that last time, I remember, everyone had left the house, and like I like I said, I was dealing with the marriage stuff, and then like Bailey, and like just trying to still love my children that I still had, because it was like I was just like a space monkey, I was just like mm-hmm. just floating around, and I fell to my knees, and it wasn't this eloquent prayer, "Oh God, like Thou art," it wasn't that. It was God. <laughs> I need you to help like you allowed this like I was pointing like you allowed this so you have to make something good because if you don't help me like I am going to like I don't even know exactly my exact words but I know in that moment that it was authentic and it was true and it was pure and I had come to the end of myself and I think that a lot of times we go through life and we're on this obstacle course and we don't come to the end of ourselves so he keep allowing things to come our way and we keep wrestling through these things but still we pick ourselves up and we dust ourselves up and a lot of us is still in the way that we live so he let us live a little longer then things come but at some point in time you're gonna come to the end of yourself and when you come to the end of yourself that's gonna be you ain't gonna be a call your friends, you are going to be able to call your counselor, you are going to be able to talk to your pastor, you ain't going to be able to talk to your dog. <laughs> Not, right. Nothing's going to help you. And when you get to that place, mm-hmm. you are right where God wants you to be.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: That's where you say That's when you hit that wall. That's it. That's the wall.
0: Right. That's exactly where I was. I I couldn't call on anyone else. Yep. I knew that they just would not have the power. Yep. There was not someone I could call. There ain't no 1-800 number. I nope. can't file a claim. Nope. I need y'all to bring my daughter back because nope. this is unacceptable. Like, you can't do any of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And once everything in the earthly realm is useless, Yep. what else do you, like, what else do you have? Yep but god
1: but god and, and that's why people but, and
0: those who don't believe in god that's that's what always gets me it's like i hear what you're saying mhm you think that the two rocks came together and and here we are i understand that that's cool but what happens who do you go to when everything has fallen apart
1: yep you you can't you can't,
0: you can't order it off amazon prime you can't you cannot fix this.
1: You can't smoke it up. You can't drink it up. You can't club it up. Like you can't, because that emptiness is going to get you to a place where you you're either going to do two things. You're either going to real going to realize that your need and the desire and the, the hope that is only found in Christ, or you you're going to realize, are you going to feel the emptiness of knowing that you can't do it without a divine help and you're gonna lean towards suicide. Those are the two options. Mm-hmm. When you when you come to the end of yourself and that's where a lot of people I was reading this article of this young lady and I think she was a dietitian or she was like a nutritionist, but she was a young girl. I think she was like 26, had a lot going for herself, living in San Francisco, traveling the world, blogging, doing all of these things. And she committed suicide. I was reading an article like a few weeks ago and and she left a note to her mom and to her um, to her job and said that she come to the conclusion. She has come to the conclusion that hope is a delayed way of saying there's nothing else to come. It's almost like when you say you're hoping, really that's just time being delayed so that you don't give up. And she said Mm -hmm. that people may think I'm selfish because, you know, I get to go where I want to go and I have this awesome job and, you know, I have all this life ahead of me. She said, but honestly, I don't see any reason for me to go on because even when i'm in the with, uh, in the room full of people i still feel by myself she was at the end of her road she was right. at the end of herself she was at and when and she had no, instead of her turning to that hope that she said was only delayed she decided to take matters in her own and she said this time it feels so right she said because other times I've tried to write this letter and I've stumbled and I couldn't find the right words. But this time the words are flowing. So I know that this is right. You see how the end. Now, you wow. see, can you imagine that? Wow. So he didn't took of words that seemed to flow from a pure place and the words were eloquent and it worked. She figured, OK, this is this is what I need to do.
0: But that's what I was talking about earlier. Where you you have to know the difference between the the real word or sign from God and coincidence. Yep, because we really can fall in love with coincidence. Like okay, this must be right. Yep, but sometimes it is just purely coincidence.
1: It sure is, and it's just purely not
0: get it confused.
1: Exactly, exactly. And that
0: and that's when those going back reeling it in. The distractions, those distractions come in the form of coincidence things. Yes. you know, you're like, okay, now, you know, they say like, you know, confirmation, it comes in threes and you're just like trying to piece it together
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you're really just feeding into those distractions. And I think those are the things that probably do come from the enemy, it, it, it it becomes a point where he's just trying to trick you. Yep. He's really trying to trick you and to confuse you. Yep. But what it sounds like to me is that, you know, we say God is not of confusion and she honestly got confused Yep. with the, she got confused with seemingly not being confused. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is so messed up and tricky in itself, which is why she felt like it was right. Yep. She's like, okay, before, you know, I was a little confused. The words, they just weren't coming. Mm-hmm. So now they are. So this must be confirmation.
1: Yep. And that, it wasn't. It wasn't her. Con- it was, It's just, it's just really sad. And that's why, you know, going back to, like you said, just distractions before you, if you are in a place, if you're listening to this podcast and you are in a place where you have made a decision or you are setting out to do something and you are wondering or wanting to make sure that you are on the right track, track, I always say, first fast, don't make a, a hasty decision thinking, oh, oh I got to hurry up and get this done because if i get this done then i can get started because then when the distractions come just as jamila said you won't be able to discern what is if this is from god or or if this is just coincidence because you have not received a solid word i always say before doing anything i don't care if you've been uh, dating someone for seven years and you decide you're gonna marry them pray and fast first turn over your plate for a day Get off social media for a day, whatever it is. Don't drink coffee for a week. Give up something that you do all the time and you set your mind um, solely on knowing to hear from God just so that you can make sure that you're on the right track. Because you can't get off track if you have a word of comfort from God or if you have a word that you know that you are supposed to do that when the distractions come they won't get you off your course because you are you will know you are on the right track but if you hasty if you if you like made a decision in haste forgive me for all these like yeah in haste you won't be able to tell the difference. And sometimes we get knee deep in stuff and it's too late to turn around and then then we really don't want to go forward. So we have to go forward and then things don't come together in the way that you hope they would. But God will still work it out for your good. He'll still allow it to work for his good, but it won't be as perfect as it would have been had you made sure that what it is you set out to do was truly of God.
0: But what is extremely important is when he works it out for good and saves your butt, as he always does, it is so crucial to seek, like, what was the lesson. Yes. Because if you just ignore that part, that is how you end up in the same situations time and time again. And you're over here, like, Oblivious, Like, I don't understand why this just keeps happening to me. Yep. The reason why it keeps happening to you is because you refuse to learn the lesson. That's it. And you, once you get over that hump and you can get over that wall or he tells you, go ahead and dig a hole and climb under the wall or whatever, whatever it was that you keep hitting your face on, like that is how you get to the other side. Mm -hmm. But as long as you keep trying to go against the current, and you keep trying to fight it and you keep trying to do your own thing really picture yourself trying to fight the waves in an ocean it's just gonna keep knocking you back but you still sold on getting out there Mm -hmm. but you look ridiculous Yep. as opposed to just going with the flow keep going toward the shore and go face life So that, that is, that's my take, if anything, because I I can't, you know, a lot of times people, they want the solution, like, well, how do I just stop failing? Mm -hmm. Or like, how do I stop doing this? Or how can I be better at that? And it's like, I really don't have answers for people. All I can encourage people to do is to learn the lesson. It saves you a lot of grief. It does. If you just go ahead and learn the lesson, it may seem like long suffering, but it's really not in the grand scheme of things. You really are better off just persevering and pushing through it and not giving up. And mm-hmm. acquainted it's, with failure.
1: Yep. And 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 more importantly, seeking God for your answer. And I this week Monday I woke up at three thirty three, and whenever I see three thirty three. I know I need to go to and look up Jeremiah 33 and 3. And I'll read that really quick. It just says, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. So sometimes when you, all the time, if you go to God, he will show you the ins and outs of things. And he will reveal things to you that you would not have known. But like I said, folks don't have time for it. Mm -hmm. so yeah so yeah that is i we pray that this episode was good and that you guys realize that the distractions should not hinder you from the goal that is before you
0: exactly and remember stay committed to the goal not how you get there that's via patrice washington um I don't want to act like that's mine. (laughs) If you want to hear anything else from her, her podcast is Redefining Wealth with Patrice Washington. That's a really good one. I know we give you guys a lot of spiritual um, help and dialogue, but I know um, people are wanting that direction for career and things like that. Mm -hmm. So that's one good podcast for that. You had to listen to a few different ones. To get what you need yep so so this was a good one it was
1: we're over time again are we yeah oh are my god not? i don't know folks are gonna that, please don't wash your hands with us we're gonna get better